The Grace of True Repentance. David W. Palmer. Speaking under the spirit and power of Elijah, John the Baptist prophetically declared fruit, true repentance, and that the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Luke 3 8-9 ESV, bear fruits in keeping with repentance. And do not begin to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children for Abraham. 9. Even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Every tree therefore that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. This is an ominous warning. The axe is laid there as a reminder that fruitless trees will be cut down and thrown into the fire. So, how do we avoid this? How do we become fruitful trees? And, how do we reach others and lead them to true repentance? When we look at the passage as a single context, the fruit is the fruit of repentance. That is, the fruit of changing your heart and mind, the yield of renewed thinking. God is calling us to put His Word in our heart, mouth, and mind. I encourage you to fill your heart with it until it literally overflows in waves out of your mouth. Truly, God says that the covenant He made with us is based on this. Isaiah 59 21 MKJV, As for me, this is my covenant with them, says Jehovah, my spirit that is on you, and my words which I have put in your mouth, shall not depart out of your mouth, nor out of the mouth of your seed, descendants, nor out of the mouth of your seed's seed, says Jehovah, from now on and forever. The Holy Spirit gathers an audience for the prophetic word. Matthew 3 5 DKJV, Then people from Jerusalem, all Judea, and the entire region around Jordan went out to him. Who brought the people to hear John? Were they hearing about him in TV advertising, reading about him in newspapers, or responding to a clever marketing campaign? Probably not. Obviously, hearing some word-of-mouth news about John's ministry would have initially aroused the people's curiosity. Yet that would not be sufficient in itself to bring them out into the desert to hear him. The primary way people came was that the Holy Spirit drew them. As news of the Toronto blessing spread in 1994, people traveled from all over the world to see it. Curiosity may have been a factor in creating a desire in them to go, but curiosity is not a provider. God drew them by His Spirit, and He provided for them to go. When Jesus went to the mountainside for some respite, crowds followed Him and He ministered to them all day. Who brought them and provided for them? The Holy Spirit not only drew them, He covered for their other responsibilities and then supplied the catering, Mark 631-44. My wife, Rosanna, has amazing faith in this area. When she was pastoring our church in Chelsea, she prayed every week that God would draw people by His Spirit. Did He do it? Yes He did. I remember one week in particular when He drew many drunken football players from the nearby sports field to church. They did not know why they came. They thought they were there to create some cheeky mischief, but God brought them in to hear the Gospel, and they did. If we take seriously the call to prepare the way of the Lord, and if we invest in God's Word until His rhema overflows from our hearts, then He will draw the crowds to hear it. The gracious living Word empowers true repentance. Matthew 3 5-6 DKJV, Then people from Jerusalem, all Judea, and the region around Jordan went out to Him. And they were baptized by Him in the Jordan River, confessing their sins. The Holy Spirit not only drew the people to John the Baptist's ministry, but He also graced them to respond. John preached God's Word and then offered baptism, they accepted. Their physical action confirmed that His preaching had imparted true faith and grace, not just intellectual information. Ephesians 4:29 DKJV, Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace to the hearers. When we preach God's Word, He imparts faith, grace, life, healing, light, etc. This happened to those who came to hear John the Baptist. Their desire to be baptized was proof that they were receiving and responding to God's Word. 
Their confession was evidence that the gracious, living words going in were displacing the old thinking, and, as a result, their sin was coming out, first in confession and then in changed lifestyle. By the Holy Spirit, John's words were ministering grace to the hearers. Baptism means to immerse or overwhelm. John was immersing them in river water by baptizing them. This was a physical action that pictured what was happening in the Spirit. God's Word coming from His voice was immersing them in a spiritual fluid, the water of life, Revelation 22 1. The washing of the Word renewed their mind, Ephesians 5 26, Romans 12 1 2. Faith came, grace was received, and obedience was the fruit. In this respect, our function in the Spirit and power of Elijah will be the same as John's preach God's Word and watch for the accompanying signs. When people receive it, they will respond in obedient submission to God. This is how Jesus plans to prepare His bride for His return. Ephesians 5 25-27 EMTV, Christ also loved the church and gave Himself for her, 26, in order that He might sanctify her, cleansing her by the washing of water by the Word, 27, that He might present her to Himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and blameless. We remind ourselves again here that right actions come through grace. Grace comes via faith, and faith comes by hearing God's Word in the depth of our heart, where it grows like seeds. Romans 4 16 AKJV, Therefore it is of faith that it might be by grace. Today, God has promised, in the final chapter of the Old Testament, to send Elijah the prophet. His spirit and power was seen operating in John the Baptist. God wants this ministry again today, it prepares the way for Jesus' manifestation in glorious revival, awakening, reformation, spotless bride, and for His return. As you open yourself to this amazing aspect of Jesus' call and Holy Spirit's anointing, God will use you to bring true repentance in people as John did. This will happen through hearing from God and preaching His prophetic words in the spirit and power of Elijah. Once your overflow of pure, living rhema begins, the Holy Spirit will draw people to listen to His words through you. Those words will precipitate a change of thinking in them, leading to a change of heart, which leads ultimately to changed confession and actions. This is the true repentance that God is looking for, it will create a purified bride, washed in the Word, and ready for Jesus. Ephesians 5 25-27 KJV, Christ also loved the church, and gave Himself for it, 26, that He might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the Word, 27, that He might present it to Himself a glorious church, not having spot, or wrinkle, or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish.